1: It's really good, stars Welcome to another edition of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik, and I'm joined by Becky, AKA Giftmaster Bex. I'm joined by Antonio, AKA the Bananas Defender, and we are joined by our new host, Tyler. <laughs> louder. <laughs> <laughs> you're
2: such a <laughs> stick. i was waiting for something
1: <laughs> oh yeah no 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 his wife is not jacking that shit at all so we're just gonna call him a i don't know we gotta come up with a new nickname for you what should it be maybe ty ty
2: that's people call me that we're good D-
1: who oh, called no one tyler. calls you that shit
3: tylo call you <gasps> Tylo.
1: what's wrong with tilo just call him tyler, call him tyler. <laughs> so boring though call me ty just ty is okay Ty school. No, we only know one time he's a flop on the challenge. Uh, yeah, he is a fucking flop. All right, for everybody who doesn't know, Tyler Louder is our guy who does the hit list with me over on Periscope, YouTube, and Facebook. He also makes our power ranking every week. He's been doing this since last season. Uh, we actually became one host lighter, so Tyler's born in as a replacement. We're very happy to have him. Make sure you guys all welcome him by... T- the challenge has left us with a very good episode this week. Very excited. A lot of great things happen. Uh, before we get into that, how was your guys' week so far? Becky, why don't you kick it off?
3: Oh, it's been pretty uh, chill. Just, you know, working and uh, getting everything set straight, and that's basically it.
1: We opened up today's episode on the U.S. meeting Leroy actually takes charge and we get to see a lot of Leroy. He doesn't want anybody from Team U.S. rooting on Team U.K. He wants to see a lot of Team Unity that we all know doesn't, isn't going to last. U.S. Unity in the challenge is almost the same as Black Unity in real life. It's just never going to happen and it's not going to (laughs) work. Josh is starting to feel the pressure from it because he's starting to feel he's unfairly targeted. Him rooting Georgia is starting to bite him in the ass. Let me ask you guys a question. You guys think that? That Josh was out of line by rooting on Georgia during the elimination.
3: I mean, being very vocal about it definitely doesn't help. I mean, it's one thing to root for her; it's another thing to be like screaming at the top of your lungs when the rest of your team is like, "Dude, why do you want their best player to stay?"
1: I definitely feel that. That definitely makes sense, Tyler. I mean, they were
2: there for like ninety minutes. I mean, you got to start yelling at somebody to finish the goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> we want to go point. to bed. <laughs>
0: bananas i don't think it's a problem because josh and george's relationship it's out in the open it's not like they're hiding it they're they've been seen you know talking with each other in front of pretty much the whole entire cast so why is it wrong to root for her it's known the whole entire cast that he wants her to win so i don't think it's a problem
1: it really wasn't a big deal first off you had two competitors from the uk one of them had to win it really it really didn't do any harm except for making him look bad And trust me, if anybody on the show knows how to make themselves look bad, it is going to be Josh. Now, Uh. Wes also tries to build Team Unity, and he is fucking laughed out of there because he's the number one guy with the most people on Team UK. Shit, if Wes ever wins an elimination and had the chance to switch, he should go to Team UK. That's where his power lies. But Team US decides that to test Josh's loyalty, they're going to put him in the tribunal to make sure that he can be trusted. Nothing wrong could possibly go there.
3: <laughs>
0: Ooh, that's what they think.
1: <laughs> Nothing wrong could happen. And so uh as we move on, we see Leroy talking about changing his tactics. Something that uh Tyler mentioned on the hit list previously. What do you guys make of, of Leroy deciding to take more of a leadership role and to start politicking with other people and pretty much pull bananas banana out of his
3: It's about time. He needs to use his voice. He hasn't been using it, like, ever. Uh, and I think that he is finally realizing what he may need to do to win, which is come under, come out from underneath Banana's shadow and try and find some new friends.
0: I mean, I agree with Becky. I think, because based on what last season, you know, Banana's left pretty early, so he was pretty much by himself. And I feel like in his head, like, well, what if this happens again? Like, where do I go? So it's better to start making alliances now on the side before it's too late. Tyler? Well, secretly, as Leroy's agent, uh,
2: I'm glad he's listening. <laughs> um, no, it's it's good because right now he's just a bodyguard, and you know, developing those relationships, like Antonio said, is is what's smart. You know, you have to bridge as much as possible.
1: All right, Team U.S. meeting went a lot better than Team U.K.'s meeting. Bear decides that he wants to step up and be nominated for the Tribunal during the next challenge, which is just unanimously met with which is met with pretty much unanimous disdain. Nobody takes Bear seriously, and it really lights a fire under him. Do you guys feel that like Bear should be taken seriously in any way, shape, or form about anything whatsoever in his whole entire fucking life? Bananas.
0: First off, I think Team UK should focus on winning an actual competition, then focus on who they want as their um, team leader. And I don't, I don't see a problem with Bear being the team leader, because he's making his target well-known. Well, Little does Bear know his target is pretty much in a line to everyone on his team. But Bear willingly oh, willingly putting a target on himself, I would, if I'm on Team UK, I'm like, why not? He's he wants that target on him, let him do it. I think it's a bad move on them.
3: I think that, truth, he's, he's too much of a loose cannon. That's kind of where I see where Team UK didn't want to go with it because he's abrasive and he's... He's obnoxious and he doesn't like to listen to anybody else's opinion other than his own. So I can understand why Team UK said, no, no, thank you. We don't want any of that mess. We'd rather have people who we can know are cooperative and interactive in in that kind of setting.
2: The best way to survive in a challenge house outside of winning is distractions. And Bear is a huge distraction. And I agree. If Bear is the target, you can kind of sit back for a while. Although I do understand why they didn't like I agree with both points I totally get why they didn't
1: but let's go ahead and move it to the daily so today daily is going to be called Paddlewell. the challenge is going to have to memorize codes and go into a pretty much a big fucking barrel and it starts to move inside this barrel is going to be a whole bunch of sticks with locks on it and now they got to use all of these codes that they memorize to unlock the locks while it's moving and it's wet and it's really really fucked up now team us goes in and shits the bed It takes a while before they come up with a good strategy. Shout out to Bananas for that. Where everybody picks a lock, they shout the code, and they unlock it one by one. And once they get that going, Team UK immediately takes notice. Do you guys feel that Team US fucked up by not distracting and yelling out shit like Team UK was doing during that whole thing? They probably did.
0: Editing probably edited out, but with Team US knowing they're all vets and knowing how the game goes, I think they probably did it.
1: I think that's bullshit. It's hard to believe that Team U.S. would do anything like that. That's Bush League. That's something the Brits would <laughs> yeah. do. Team U.S. would never do no fuck shit they like that. they do
0: it to themselves every other day. That's,
1: that's a good true. point.
2: Tyler? I think USA shot himself in the foot here in multiple ways. Um, I think that they should have, you know, definitely been yelling at them if they weren't. But I agree. They probably edited it out because Team U.K. had so many great one-liners in there. That's probably where they wanted the focus to be.
3: I think that they, I mean, at the end of the day, I think that they didn't forget the code I think they just didn't know which was to which lock so I think that's where they were having the difficulty is figuring out which lock was to which but it just looked like they just didn't know where to start and it was a big disadvantage because they went second
0: in a competition like this when you're going second you get to really see how the first team is going and you can learn from their mistakes easily
3: exactly
1: um team UK definitely benefited by going second and they use that to their advantage but while using it to their advantage, Theo done fucked up. <laughs> Theo decided to take some time out of his day, and he decided to go and cheat in a daily by using brute strength instead of using his brains and yanking the lock off. Are you guys surprised that it was Theo who ended up getting called out for cheating?
0: Yes. You, you were surprised. The whole week, I honestly, I, I tweeted out Wes cheated, and I honestly thought he did. I, and that's why, because I knew what was going on this episode. Because, you know, I listen to spoilers, and I thought that was the reason why he was in him because he was cheating. And honestly, if the team U.S. Um, did their part, I was like, real. I honestly I had no idea who was going to cheat. But I wouldn't consider that cheating. I would just consider that, you know,
1: unfortunate luck. That's 100% unadulterated bullshit.
3: Becky? I think, I think, honestly, that the first lock might have been an accident. I think that they didn't realize that that was going to happen, and it kind of just happened. And then they were like, fuck it. We want to win. We need to yeah, win. Seriously?
1: It, wasn't, it, it, it wasn't even one luck. He did it to two blocks. Well, and that's why I said the, the first one.
3: Hey, that's why I said I thought it was the first one that was an accident. And then he just took advantage and did the second one that way.
2: First of all, Wes would never cheat ever. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wes don't cheat.
2: Um, I, I, I already said this. I don't think he did it on purpose. Um, I do think that when you become a, I don't like calling people this, but when you become a loser, Time and time again, you get desperate for a win, and you kind of just, like, will do anything at that point to get a win. But I, I, don't, I still don't think it was intentional. It was similar to, like, CT back on the duel. It just happened.
0: Exactly. Honestly, if they wanted to cheat, Bear should have done it. He's better at hiding things
1: when he cheats. Ooh, nice one. Thank you. All right. So TJ comes out, and he lets everybody know that Team UK was court cheating, and the win goes to Team US. So Josh is a speaker. He steps up. He picks Zach and Laurel to be in a tribunal with him. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Good idea,
2: bad idea. If, if you slowly look at things, Josh and Laurel are in the same alliance. You know, Bear and Georgia are in the same alliance. So it's just a little foursome there. You know, Bananas is really good friends with Laurel. Bananas has been kind of mentoring Josh this episode, this season. So it makes sense. And Zach is a neutral player who will kind of just do his own thing, and you don't have to really worry about ruffling feathers. It makes sense. I think it does.
1: It, it is so fucking sad to watch Bananas have to talk shop with Josh. <laughs> I mean, oh, how the mighty has fallen. It is fucking irritating. Antonio. Yes. How do you feel about your daddy not being picked to go into the tribunal with pots and pans? What do you make a pots and pans' choice? Normally,
0: on any other season, I would like for Bananas to have control, but I feel like on this season specifically... Being in that tribunal puts a target on your back because you're basically, you're the one that's responsible for someone else going into elimination. So why, you know, ruffle some feathers while you could just lay low? I'm happy with who Josh picked because him and Laurel, I feel like he picked, I think Josh had a similar tribunal to what Jordan did earlier in the season.
1: Well, Josh is definitely going to be in a hot seat. All eyes is on him. And Team US has all eyes on throwing in Theo. They feel like Theo is going to be the strongest competitor. He did great last season, coming in second, getting in a whole bunch of money. Nobody wants to face him in the final. No one wants him to get too far. Team US wants him in, but Josh has his own ideas.
0: I wouldn't even consider Theo the biggest threat on Team UK. It's easily Josh. I mean, Theo was a math puzzle away from beating Turbo in the final.
3: Yeah,
1: that's a fact. And Josh was uh, Sylvia's bitch the whole time. But he made
0: it to the final, though. That's the thing. He came in second place.
1: and. He has more experience than his belt. MTV from Real World made it to a final with Jenna.
3: But he was a layup.
1: Yeah. Jemmy made it to a final.
3: But she had so, okay, Camilla. Yeah.
1: This is okay. also and, Theo's and
3: Joss second has season. Sylvia.
0: This is Theo's second season. This is Joss's, what, third or fourth? Third. So he already has that extra season under his belt where you can know what he's capable of. Theo could be a flop for all we know about. You can't really judge it off of one season. Yes, you can. Unless your name's Turbo, or I don't, even Turbo did great last year, and he's not looking that hot this, this season.
1: Who's touching Turbo? Turbo is going to unscathed because nobody wants smoke. Nobody wants to say his name and what, be on his fucking hit list?
2: I, I think short term, Joss is the biggest threat for dailies and eliminations, but I think long term, you don't want to see Theo in a final. That's just, that's just my opinion. So, like, both are the biggest threats, but it's for different reasons. Like, I, personally, as somebody that doesn't train, I'd rather run against Joss than I would against an Olympic athlete.
1: That's a fact. But they're both right. good athletically. Um, yes, Thea, yes they, thank you for that. We're moving on.
0: Didn't Joss come in first place on Vendetta's, on that run up the mountain?
3: Yeah, but that's just running. Running is not the entire final.
0: Well, that's what Theo was good at,
1: though. But let's go ahead and move on to Team UK's nominations. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good?
2: Uh, how's it going? This is uh Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges.
3: What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome.
2: Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast.
1: So, Zach, Luru, and Pots and Pants approaches oh, and they shut everybody down. No, no, I don't have to use his real name. I don't have to use shit. Fuck that. So, they all sit down. Team UK joins them, And it instantly just turns into a shit show. Bear steps up. He wants to throw in Idris. Um, I don't know why he feels like he can still keep going after him because of his rookie status. But he's already 1-1 and has done more this challenge than Bear. So not really the right move. Uh, D jumps in. Savage D. I'm I'm not gonna lie, but, you know, it's kind of whatever on D last season. But I love Savage D. D isn't fucking around this season. She decides that she's going to flip it onto Bear, put him on the hot seat. Uh, Theo wants to change tactics because Bear's his butt buddy. He throws it on Rogan, but it all comes down to a vote, and Bear's gonna go in overwhelmingly. And when they sit him down, Bear spills the beans about the inner workings of UK to the tribunal. But we see that the tribunal doesn't want Theo coming back to him. Mainly, that was, um, that was pots and pans over there bitching about how scared he would be about Theo coming back to kick his ass. Uh, is that a legitimate fear or is it an irrational one?
0: I mean, in that type of elimination, I think, well, they don't know that, but I think Theo definitely has the odds over Bear does. And Theo would definitely come back 100%. And I thought f- I like Theo is one of the one to hold a grudge as we've seen last season with him and Leroy. So, I think easily, if Theo comes back, Team UK wins the next male elimination night, easily Josh and Zach could be up there for elimination. Easily, hands down.
3: Because overall, I think when you look at Theo and you look at Bear, especially in a physical elimination, it's very likely that Theo's coming back. And Theo does hold a grudge. Just like, you know, Banana said, it is something that is well known that he doesn't take well to these type of situations. So I think that they're right to be scared but they need to step up to the plate and do what they said which is they're going to put in strong players to try and eliminate strong players all
1: right lo <laughs>
3: <laughs> just called you t uh
2: let me spin it a whole different direction let's come from another different point of this um no they, they shouldn't be scared uh Every time you watch a season and you see a champion come out, the reason why they stand out is because they weren't afraid to make moves and they didn't give a shit if somebody came back. Uh, You shouldn't care. Until Team UK can actually prove they can win, then no. The only thing Theo has done in elimination is beaten a broken down Kyle, barely, in a hall brawl. And Kyle was beat down and he barely got through. I wouldn't be scared of anybody. You send them in and until they can prove their worth, you're good. That's just my thinking
1: on the other side. All right, I'm, I'm feeling that balls to the wall, fuck the other side. All right, T Lo, I see where you're coming from with that. <laughs> so, before we head to the proving <laughs> ground, <laughs> Team, <face>. US, <laughs> Team US have another kumbaya moment. All right, so before we head into the proving ground, Wes was caught being sloppy. He was caught being sloppy because he was talking shop and he thought that Loru was asleep, for which we all find out she wasn't the trigger <laughs> of that <laughs> one. Wes is popping off shit about how Josh is expendable and Laurel immediately takes this over to Josh and then Laurel hatches his plan About betraying team U.S. and throwing in Wes against bear now, this is a major power move uh, and it's a great move something that pots and pans would know nothing about (laughs) (laughs) Now do you guys think that Loru just came up with this because for some reason she has a big disdain for Wes and the way he's been playing this season. Or is this all coming from bear?
3: I think that honestly it has to do with her trying to keep bear around. Um, And if anything, you know, get Wes out, which is always a positive for her. She's never been a big fan of Wes. So yeah, no, I think it has a lot to do with bear whispering in her ear, wanting to go into an elimination with Wes which, if you look at his past history, is probably not the smartest move. But knowing Bear, it's his favorite move, which is to go balls to the wall. Bananas.
1: Um, I think
0: so. I think before the season started, I think Laurel and Bananas had an alliance. You know, just because everyone does that. And I think their goal was to take out West first, regardless. And I think Laurel just jumped on the opportunity when she saw it. She saw West, you know, acting up and. Especially to Josh, who, you know, who had the main control, and they had the numbers between the two of them. So if they can get West now th- to win-win for them. Uh, I agree,
2: yeah, with everything being said. Uh, I-, I do think Laura and Banana seem to always get along uh, every season. And I think once Bear was nominated, she probably asked him. They're not going to put it on camera, because that takes away the suspense of who you want to go in. And he was like, I want to go against West. And then all she had to do was walk over to you know, that tall Play-Doh and just mold him into whatever she wanted and just convinced him to vote in Wes.
1: All right, so we, so one of the things that led to all of this was Wes trying to force Josh's hand. And Josh got really, really defensive. And you know, he stormed off and walked away. Uh, what do you guys make of his behavior? Is, is Josh really just being a big baby? Is he playing this too big brother-like? Is, how do you guys feel about Josh right now? Take it off, Colin.
2: Uh, he's way too emotional for this game. Uh, he's latching on to any little tiny thing he can and he's having outbursts and it wasn't like it was just Wes calling him out There was Ashley and Ninja both were sitting there calling him out and Zach was nodding and agreeing the entire time It wasn't like Wes was just saying this only to
1: Josh and nobody else. Yeah, exactly Team you team us has made it clear that they want Theo and he's not he's not committing to it What's what's holding him back? He's scared. It's scary. Mm. That's all it is He's scared
3: I think Josh just likes camera time. I think he likes to be the center of attention. <laughs> I think he likes to think he's big man on campus. It happens, you know, maybe it's a big brother thing where they feel the need to, you know, the person that yells the loudest is the right one, but that's not how that. Well, that's not how the challenge works.
0: I think Josh is playing what's best for his game. You know, as Banana said during the whole team US meeting, although it's a team game, everyone's looking out for themselves. Josh is going to do whatever he needs to do to make sure he is safe. Yes, the, the end goal is to make sure Team U.S. wins and, and that he's on that winning team. But he has to make sure he's on, that, he's on that winning team. If someone comes up to you and says, you know what, you know, or even someone just says it in the background saying, yeah, once we lose, he's on the chopping block. My main goal is to get that person out right away just so I know I'm not target number one. Because there's no guarantee he's going to that final. Because there's no future of his game if he's not in this game anymore.
1: Now, I definitely feel you. If you know somebody's coming for you, strike first, strike hard. So, Theo and Rogan got into a little bit of a row. Uh, apparently, Theo had a little bit too much Pinot Grigio, and Rogan wasn't having that shit. It all seemed really, really silly to me. <laughs> uh, but Theo definitely threatened to slap Rogan and brought up his miserable and just fucked up performance in vendettas. You know, D tried to step in, <laughs> and Theo pretty much was like, yo, shut the fuck up. Uh, it wasn't really a great look, and D, and, um, it looks like Rogan may have been baiting him to make him look bad. Uh, what do you guys make of this whole little argument? Who do you think came out on top? Rogan or
0: Theo? You know what this reminds me of? What? Remember, remember last season? Turbo versus, um, no, Hunter, 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 there you go, there you go. But, like, I feel like it was, it started off as a joke, and then it escalated quickly where no one saw it coming. I think, because it was a joke and because it escalated quickly, I... I just think it was just childish, bullshit drama. But if I had to pick someone, it would be Theo. Because I hate Rogan.
1: Okay, good. I'm glad yeah. you looked at that from a pretty... Thank uh, you. A, you know, a, a, an outsider it and stupid. non-biased perspective.
0: Because it, it's, it's stupid. That's what it is.
3: Okay. It's uh, I mean, I think the whole fight was petty. I think it was stupid. It was unnecessary. Um, I think they were both in the wrong. Um, I think Theo shouldn't have talked the way he did to... D, uh, maybe,
1: maybe D should shut the
3: Maybe Ooh. you should stop being a misogynistic prick. I'm not saying that she was fighting his battles. I think she was trying to calm the situation down and everything kind of got out of hand, especially the thing is if you're with, like say some guy came up and disrespected your lady, it would just make you even more upset and you would yes. feel the need to defend her. I would so, very
1: stabby stabby.
3: Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> I, no, I said, if somebody attacked your lady, You'd get very aggressive, sir. Don't you try and twist my words and say I said anything about dear, dear, sweet, attractive Rogan. (laughs) Uh,
2: I think this was actually smart play uh, for Rogan. Uh, They have the numbers right now with Inside UK. And Theo was drunk and intoxicated. And if you can kind of break somebody down mentally in this game, it's proven to work time and time again. Uh, I don't know. I I really don't know why everybody keeps, like, stabbing at Rogan for dying on Mount Jabari or wherever Gibraltar. The mountain, was Gibraltar? Um, he had a herniated disc. Like, he literally had to have surgery after that. So it's not like he couldn't run up. Like, he was actually, and you're not going to like this, if he would have kept walking instead of stopping, Johnny Bananas would have been sent home first. with with, right, with, all right, all right. with With Rogan walking up the mountain, he would have <clears> sent <throat> home Bananas.
0: Okay.
3: He had a herniated <laughs> About disc.
0: About
2: that.
0: No, that's facts. About that's that. Facts. that. Bananas made it clear on numerous occasions to where if you see someone giving up, why. Waste more energy when you know you're staying. It's not like it's you know bottom five go into elimination, whatever it is. It was last last guy there gets cut.
1: Hold on a second, I can see it on your face. It's that banana what? semen on your face. <laughs> I think I think he, you gotta wipe that off, man. You gotta wipe it off. Somebody get him a, a a a warm wet towel.
3: <laughs> so, so wait, he can so wipe that here's off. the question: Who's the bottom?
1: Oh come on, come on, we come on, we we done. It. <laughs>
3: <laughs> how do you like come that Antonio you. <laughs> <laughs> his face was everything that's what I said it for
1: all right let's go ahead and move on to the proven grounds so we head down to the proven grounds and, and Bear decides to pull his pecker out from his boxers and come down and call out Wes he wants Wes uh Wes politely declines the invitation because he knows you can never predict you can never predict what's going to happen in these eliminations a smart uh, move somebody calls you out you don't go down because they're ready. They're prepared. He obviously was not. Little does he know. Little does he know. <laughs> he has some Benedict Arnold's on his side. Uh, Zach comes down. He calls out Theo, just like they planned. Loru steps up and she says what's name? And everybody is shocked. And then Pots and Pans comes by and he rides mommy's coattails. And he also calls out Wes. Now, how fucked up was that? Team U.S. is turning on their own and they're throwing in one of their best competitors. Between good idea and bad idea, how would you guys, like, how do you guys feel about that? Team U.S. is finally turning on their own. They're putting one of theirs into elimination. Not only one of theirs, one of their best competitors. One of the best competitors in challenge history. And they're throwing them down because, because what? Laura wasn't asleep because Josh got an attitude? Bananas, kick it off.
0: Well, it's good for Josh and bad for Team U.S., it's good for Josh because, you know, he basically saves himself from being... Because if Wes goes home, he saves himself from being enemy number one. Because now Wes is, on his, Wes is on his back. Wes wants him gone once they lose. So if you get rid of Wes, now it's basically an open game. It's bad for Team U.S. because Wes, as much as it pains me to say this, he is good at this game. He knows how to play it. If you look at it, here, he has the biggest alliance in this house. That's how good he is. That's how good he is at the at the political game.
1: Yeah, but that shit sure as hell didn't save him tonight.
0: Obviously not. That's what I'm saying. It's good for Josh because now he's you know safe, but it's bad for Team West because he's such a good. Wes is a good player. You want him on your team. You kind of need Wes on that team. You know if you want to have a better chance at a final because Wes is better than any guy on Team UK right now besides CT. All
2: right, Ty, tie, tie. I I think it was it was just stupid. Obviously, it was a dumb move. Um. It doesn't, it was, it was, it was high risk, low reward, bear mm. leaving, bear leaving team. UK didn't really benefit team UK at all. Or hurt team UK it didn't really do anything. Uh, losing Wes was bigger than, you know, than 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 anything that could have happened there. I think the only time that you should do a move like this is when the best of the best from the opposing team is it, it was a waste of a move, uh, regardless of the outcome, it, all it did was make the numbers even now for team UK and team us.
3: They needed to stay united. That's the only way they were going to be able to really continue to win. So I, this move was ridiculous. It shouldn't have happened. Am I the biggest fan of West? No, but I think that they're idiots for losing such a strong competitor.
1: A hundred percent agree. Th- this move was great for and Pans, bad for Team U.S., bad for everybody else. Um, it was a complete waste of a move. Um... I, I can't even believe that Team U.S. had allowed this to happen, but Wes also was very sloppy. He put a target on his back. He fucked up a little bit. Wes usually isn't this sloppy. He usually has a much tighter reign. Just the fact that he even let Josh go in and be in the tribunal on a guy's day and, and not having Josh completely under his wing was a risk. Um, Zach probably should have sniffed this out a little bit closer. Uh, Props to Laura. She got this done without nobody really paying attention. And I think that this is going to be actually a lot more worse for them because both both Laura and Josh both look like traitors, even though there's going to be several people on Team US and Team UK who did like to move and benefit from it. But overall, can you trust them now? Team US had an idea and they went in there and they fucked it up for their own benefit. You got to think that over the course of the next couple of episodes, they're going to be the next people on the block.
0: I think Team US now is just going to keep doing what Josh did because unlike Team UK, Team US has, you know, a lot of history against each other. They have a lot more heated rivals against each other. So let's just say next week, um, just throwing it out there, no spoilers or anything. I, honestly, I forgot who goes home next episode. Let's just say if Carmaria is in the Tribunal next week. I wouldn't be shocked if Laurel or Nani go in there. Because, if jo- because their excuse is now, if Josh did it, why can't I? Because they're going to want to get their biggest targets out to make sure they keep themselves safe.
1: Agreed. Let's go ahead and move on to this elimination. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good?
2: Uh, How's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie. You're listening to Love War Challenges.
3: What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome.
2: Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC podcast. World's most dangerous podcast.
1: So this elimination is going to be called Firing Squad, which is pretty dope. Uh, pretty much both of the challengers stand facing the wall. TJ takes a cannon and shoots a ball at 70 miles per hour. They both got grabbed grab the ball, take it outside of the circle. Should be a good one. Uh, what we didn't expect is for West to get skunked. West got smoked. 2-0. Big props to him. He lost with a lot of grace, congratulated his victor. And uh, I-, I love to see stuff like that. He wasn't butthurt about it. He just like, Bear had a better day than me. Wes got totally dragged by Bear who came in prepared. He came in uh, half half of the elimination. He was just fucking Wes up. What do you guys make of Bear having a statement win against one of the best challenge competitors in history? Becky.
3: I think Wes wasn't prepared mentally. I think Wes also wasn't prepared physically. Um, I think he was still sick from the previous situations that they were in. I know that. Honestly, he did not expect this, so this was really a big blindside um, for him that his team actually did, well, not his team, but these three people just turned their backs on him like that. So I, I, I give big props to Bear because he killed it. He really did. They lit a fire under his ass, and he decided he was going to destroy everything. And he did.
2: Yeah, I agree. Uh, Bear came out and did what he needed to do. Um, you can obviously tell that as soon as he got eliminated on last season, he's been training nonstop. Uh, you don't not just social media, but just seeing him in the game. Wes was clearly underprepared here, and I agree. I think I mean he spent like four or five days sick, and probably didn't have enough time to recover and everything. You know, physically, uh, it was just it was you know a, it was a good day for one person, a bad day for the other person.
0: I don't think. All right, I get Wes was blindsided, but he doesn't have an excuse. This guy is a well-seasoned vet. He is an elimination champion when it comes to this game. He is what he's won 18 most ever for male challengers. You have to win. This is, this is something he does for a while. He's good at eliminations. If you're losing to someone like Bear, especially in something physical like this, I would be embarrassed. Like, come on. Like, it, it, there's no excuses. You, you, can, you can sit there and say he was blindsided, but when you know your team, when everyone's up for elimination, you have to prepare yourself. Like, even um, a few seasons ago when Tony said Bananas' name, uh, bananas should be prepared because you always got to be ready to go into elimination, just because you don't know what TJ can say. He might say, you know what? Fuck it, another twist. Vote someone on your own team and, and Wes can go in. You always have to be prepared no matter what.
1: You're 100% right. He is a season vet. He should have known better. While he should have known better,
2: the, I think CT said this like several seasons ago and it's like, I don't want to go into elimination because those things are chancy. You never know what will happen. So it doesn't matter. The best can lose to the worst. It, that's all it was. Wes had a bad day. Bear had his best day. Like if these guys did this challenge nine more times, it wouldn't be Bear winning every time. It just happened that way.
1: Absolutely. Well, Bear definitely came in. He made a statement. He got the W. He doesn't switch sides. He stays with Team UK, which is actually a bit surprising. But better to stick with the devil you know because nobody from Team US really wants him there besides Laurel. And that is going to wrap episode three, season thirty-four of the Challenge War of the Worlds. So. How did you guys feel about the episode overall? If you had to rank it, 1 to 10.
0: 10 out of 10. I, I think this is my favorite episode by, so far. I mean, episode 1 and 2 are really good, but I mean, this one, you, you know, I like the, da- the daily. The drama we had was pretty worth it. I think I enjoyed every minute of it. And this was the first episode where I didn't really mentally check out around the hour mark. It was like 10.25, and I was like, oh, shit. This episode's over already, and I had no idea. So this is definitely my favorite episode, 10 out of 10.
3: I was going to say, it's just a 10 out of 10 because Wes got sent home. Don't even lie. That's no, the why not, I love it. No, so it's
0: not even that, <laughs> honestly. Ahead. It was just an entertaining episode.
3: But anyway, I, I also give this a high ranking. I give it a 9 out of 10. I like the amount of drama. I like a lot of the physicality. It was a great elimination. Um, and even, the set, even though he lost, he did put up a really huge fight in that second ball, and he really... He didn't give up easy. So we gotta give it to Wes for for putting everything into that elimination. And uh yeah, it was a great it was a great episode.
2: You know, uh I'm gonna separate my fandom and everything and who I like and all that stuff. You know, just being an overall challenge fan, it, it was great. Uh it gave you everything you wanted, you know, a unique, fun daily, you know, bashing between teams, great drama, and an elimination that was physical, which people really like, you know. And and I I, I enjoyed the elimination too. I wish it was longer, though. I wish it was longer, but.
1: So, Tyler, you make our power rankings every week. Who do you have in the top 10 for week three, the challenge War of the Worlds 2?
2: All right, we'll start at number 10. Working our way to number one, we got Polly, Ashley, Georgia, Theo, Josh. Entering our top five, we got Zach, Jordan, Bananas, Bear, and Laurel coming in at number one.
1: Okay, so after taking an initial look at this list, um. It's fucking stupid. Let's start off with number eight, Georgia. Okay, she won last week, Um, didn't do shit today. Why is she still in the top 10? Who knows? We can get her to complete the fuck (laughs) up out of here. So at number five, we have Zach, who was very, very good at taking the sticks and throwing them on shore. (laughs) Great, (laughs) great job. He also tried talking to Josh, who's in the number six spot. Josh should be number one. He put this whole shit together. I mean, Ew. without Josh, we don't have West going home. Josh should be in number one or the number two. Um, also, we have Bananas at number three. Well, he had a fucked up speech in the middle of the episode about how they're not united, and he went kindly to go fuck off talking to Pots and Pans about game strategy. And Laurel at number one, pff, might as well... Put, I mean, how is Bear not number one? Bear put this whole thing together. He used Lauru he, he used Pots and Pans. <laughs> and he won the elimination and got out Wes' statement when bear should be number one i said it podcast over bananas close us out <gasps> no go fuck yourself
3: <laughs> no but i see what
1: you're
0: saying though i would swap the, the i agree with most of the top there. i would just swap it around a little bit i would definitely add josh in there I'd probably put josh one and then keep two and three the same you and can't put, put josh over a bear four.
1: You can't put Josh over Bear. Bear comes one, not?
0: Josh comes too.
3: Bear won an elimination. Josh easy
0: said, easily fuck you, Bear. I'm putting in Theo. Well, then we wouldn't... Then we probably see is name in the top ten instead of Bear.
1: So that sounds about right.
3: You guys are ridiculous. Laurel picked Wes to go in. Laurel gave Josh the idea. It was nobody else other than Laurel saying, let's put in Bear Wes. Bear
1: gave her the idea. Bear gave her the idea, and he won the elimination. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> defend yourself. So,
2: I think it's actually really clear why Laurel's number one. It was Laurel's play. Uh, without Laurel, Josh doesn't do this move. Um every time Laurel is in a position of power, the people she wants to go in go in. That doesn't it doesn't change. Now, the reason why Josh is only in that situation, he's only in that power position is because Team US put him there to see where he stands. It was a test. He didn't earn it. He was the worst player on their team and they put him in position. That's all it was.
3: I fully agree with you right there, Tyler, because at the end of the day, he's no powerhouse player. He he really depends on his politics, which at this point, I don't even think they're very good because it's just him screaming at people and crying. So I, I just can't see him being this mastermind. Laurel hell to. Yes, Laurel has all the strengths, all the and all the backup. She has a reputation. People are afraid of her. So I think that Laurel very properly placed on where she's supposed to be at number one spot with a bullet. Malik,
0: aren't you happy that Tori isn't in the top ten anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to defend
2: uh, Zach and Georgia as well since you ripped on them? Yes.
0: No, no,
3: no. <laughs> no we'll focus no, no on the important ones because nobody cares about Zach. He's
2: yeah, in exactly. the top three. I, I like, like Zach. Why? Because he's an elite athlete and he's a good competitor. That's my favorite type
0: of people are good competitors.
1: Oh. He's on his second life after he died on a mountain. Did you not see what he did last year, this season? Uh, he took, he basically
0: fucked the whole season last season.
2: No, 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 He fucked bananas and then left.
0: <laughs> but no,
1: oh, he almost he fucked his cousin over when I
0: showed up to his wedding.
1: Oh, shit. Oh, that was. He good. was like, was... what?
0: I need to go home now. Like, the wedding is next week. Let's go hurry this shit up.
1: All right, guys. We got to move. We got to move into our next part. Our next part is going to be our episode MVP, male and female. Tyler, since you're the new booty this, this episode, why don't you kick <laughs> it off? Who won this episode? One male, one female.
2: It's my top two. Uh, it's that new power couple we got developing. Laurel is for the females and bears for the males. <laughs> Ew,
1: how did you not make a face when you said that?
3: Disgusting. Ew. <laughs> Sorry, continue.
2: So the, Laurel is the MVP uh, for the same reasons we just stated everything. It was her call, her plan. She dominated the daily, got plenty of interviews, plenty of screen time. And sent in Wes, and Wes went home. So everything she wanted to accomplish in the episode got accomplished. Bear is almost like the, the workforce behind everything she did, you know? He was there because their romantic interest. He got plenty of interviews. He's probably had the most interviews in this episode. And he won an elimination against the best elimination competitor ever in this game. And he did so. He skunked him decisively, you know? And he stayed loyal to his team. All right. Becky, who do you got?
3: Um, I gotta agree with Tyler. Um, as much as I dislike Laurel and Bear, um, they were the main focus of this episode. Uh, they were making moves, they were getting people out, and uh, you know, really showing what's what. So you gotta give it, gotta give them props where props are due, even though I dislike them both. But that has nothing to do with the end of the day. I always give props for making those moves and getting shit done. So well done.
1: Bananas. You can't you can't say Johnny Bananas is is episode. No, 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 no. Um, I, honestly,
0: I think this episode is pretty clear-cut and obvious who the MVPs are. It's easily Bear and Laurel. No one really stood out this episode beside the two of them and Josh, maybe. But they dominated the game aspect, drama aspect. It's all basically around them, and there's no other question on who else should get it. So, yeah, Bananas won't be my three-time uh, MVP this, this year.
1: Shocker. <laughs> you know what? I got to go with the flow in on this one. It's easily Bear and Laurel for all the reasons that you guys said. Bear had a statement when he proved that that he wants to be here. He proved that he deserves to be here. And he also proves that you got to stop fucking with him. And if you do, he might turn around and bite you in the ass. Laurel has always been elite, always been a top tier. Uh, any season she's in, she's a threat to win it. And she also showed a real diabolical political side that we're not used to seeing. Even though I do think that this is gonna be her ultimate undoing. I think just the fact that she was the first one to betray Team U.S. up front and stabbing somebody in the front on the big stage, she now has made herself a target. Uh, The payoff is gonna be real low for this one, but for right now, it definitely made a great episode. So that's what I'm going with. Besides that, anything else that we may have missed? Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you check out shop.lovewarchallenges.com. Check out all of our hit lists, Love War Challenges, and General Challenge gear. That's going to do it for us. Bananas, close us out.
0: All right, another great episode, podstars. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you stay updated by following us on Twitter and Instagram at lwc podcast. Join us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash lovewarchallenges. Also, check out our website, lovewarchallenges.com. Make sure while you listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio to give us those five stars, give us a great review, and most importantly, make sure you subscribe. Have a great day, Thursday
3: Peace.